Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. Dave, I'm excited about talking to Hunter Biden. Yeah, I like to talk about anybody that can make me look better. <laughs> and th- this topic will always make me look like a better person quite easily. It's funny. I, I don't think we have, as as crazy as our childhood has been, I don't think we have anything crazy as, as uh, Hunter Biden's videos. No, no, that, that, no. Well, we don't have a lot of crackhead friends either. So <laughs> that's true. You know, crack is now just a it's a it's a household theme now, I guess, for most people. Unfortunately, in the, in the Biden. Household. Oh, in the Biden household, yeah. for sure. They have the best crack, too, I bet. <laughs> Not that street crap. Yeah. Producer Ethan is, is here today and he brought a, a really funny clip that we'll play later about Hunter Biden smoking stuff because <laughs> it's hilarious. I tell you, he's committed. Yeah. So the Hunter Biden story has been in the news for a while, and it's been kind of silenced, I think, for a while as well. Right. You know, it, it, it like breaks the surface once in a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, people will go, hey, man, the Hunter Biden's come on story, the, the laptop issue. We got, we got to like bring it up. And so people bring it up every once in a while, but they shove it back down underneath. Mm-hmm. And um, from the sounds of it, it, it should be shoved down underneath. It sounds pretty horrible. It is. I... Well, so there is an investigation, from what I understand, is there is currently an investigation into the, well, turns out Hunter had three laptops, but there's one in particular yes. that's under, uh, under more scrutiny with the FBI. But what's interesting is, is how long this thing has been going on, and we still really haven't had a whole lot come out from the investigation well it's probably because the fbi is doing it they haven't been doing the best work that they can do this last few years well and and they so it seems and they've kind of proven to be sort of a partisan yeah see branch of the government i was trying to be nice so they don't like come (laughs) knock on my door buddy old Mm, pals mm -hmm. but no seriously they they're they're working for people too and i feel that they're uh this this story is going to get out and it's going to harm the president you know we can't have that you know so I don't feel like there's going to be a really good investigation until somebody else just says, I'm just going to drop it all and then you guys pick up the mess. I, I think it's going to be a, a, a political thing in Congress. I think once the power shifts back to uh, Republican controlled, I, I, I'm <laughs> guessing that this story is going to continue. You're, you're pretty to confident out. that's going to happen? Well, if, yeah. if Biden's still in office, I think so. I would, I would hope that... Uh... Even all the crazies would be sitting there going, what the hell? We don't need this. Mm-hmm. We don't want this. Oh, my gosh. Well, no, I'm, I'm optimistic, too. But I thought that Hillary Clinton's email scandal was going to... I thought she was going to be prosecuted for the things that she did and she hid. And, but once, once the, 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 uh, the Clintons were kind of out of the picture... All of that kind of faded away. Sure. Nobody talks about Benghazi anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a huge deal. And how she decided to, you know, you know erase things, mm-hmm. <laughs> destroy evidence. Thousands and thousands of emails that, that Minimum of 30,000, I yeah. thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, where's the authorities? And I'm afraid that that's what's going to happen with this. I think too. that we're, because of how trans, everything's much more transparent with social media and stuff like uh, you could it gets out there then it's hard to ever get rid of it mm-hmm. and uh so i feel like we are actually actively watching them get rid of it yeah you know, we're watching it happen and they're not good at it well, i brought in some clips today from the media and and some quotes because i they're especially for the left-leaning media they've been suppressing yeah. a, a lot of this so let me ask you why do you mm-hmm. think they're allowing some of the interviews and some of the things to come out and and suppress other things. I mean, I mean, I could guess, but I mean, does it seem like that's what they're doing? Well, they're, some of these news stations are are giving Hunter Biden a platform to tell a story. And Why would that be a good thing? I think I, I don't remember what politician said this, but the recommendation is you know head headed off by adding a whole bunch of stuff that delegitimizes some of the more controversial stuff yeah you know Hunter comes out and talks about his drug addiction and uh you know he admits to having done some things you know with (laughs) prostitutes and you know know, we've all been there (laughs) (laughs) but he's talking about his life in a way that makes him look like he's kind of a victim of right is it it's like it's a setup so when all this 
terrible. Like, that's not bad. Yeah. And all the really bad stuff comes out. He goes, yeah, but I was on crack. I told you I was on crack. <laughs> you know, yeah. crackheads do crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, so there's got to be well, a reason why and, they don't just keep suppressing it all, but they allow maybe a way to divert things. And, you know? and the way that he's describing his life as he's trying to get things back on track. Oh. You know, he's a survivor. And an artist. And an artist, and he's, you know, back to work, and life is, he's just wanting to work on, you know, making the next day, you know, better than the previous. I mean, it, to me, it, there's this story of him being a survivor, and, and to me, that's, it's hiding, it's clouding, I think, the real story, which is the corruption. The corruption, and that he's a despicable, unethical human mm-hmm. being. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for him to go on Oprah. Because that's where he's going to get all of his sympathy. Mm-hmm. Well, he's already been on so many other shows. It's it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about a little bit about this laptop. Yeah. What you got? So I heard it's juicy. It is juicy. There's this this journalist. She's from uh, the New York Post. Her name is Miranda Devine, and she wrote a book called "The Laptop from Hell." Oh, okay. Does this ring a bell? I've heard of the. I've heard them talk about or refer to the laptop as that. Mm-hmm. And how would she know? So she was given basically a copy of the hard drive oh. from one of the laptops. Oh, right. So that's how she know. And yeah, but how she how she got it is a little weird because if you think about, um, um, well, Rudy Giuliani has, um. Some fans and some not so fans sure, out sure. there. Yeah. He's he's kind of looked at as kind of um, I I don't know someone who's going to be bringing in some conspiracies and yes, even some of his fans want to smack him around once in a while. Yeah, so I understand that. So yeah. it was his attorney that actually delivered this content to Miranda Devine. Oh, okay, all right. All so right. that's how she got it through Rudy Giuliani's uh, uh, attorney and. And so right there, there's potentially some red flags. Fact of the matter is, is it's, it's legit. It's real. And the New York Post started publishing articles covering some of the content that was on this, this hard drive. Mm-hmm. And immediately, I don't know if you can remember back then, but um, not that you have a memory saying? problem. I'm not that old. <laughs> but but um, Facebook and Twitter banned just before the election these articles sure you remember that sure yeah and the timing of course was interesting because it was an election and uh and and trump and and biden were going at it and this could have been a pretty big nail in the coffin of 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 biden but it wasn't no. it was suppressed it was right. it was discredited as russian disinformation, disinformation. Yeah, as everything that uh, might count against you know anybody that runs for president mm-hmm. um Ethan, we're gonna we're gonna play a little clip here uh this is from so miranda divine did this um uh, like presentation and this is a clip from from that presentation about her book she wrote about yeah a little bit about why the book is is important oh. and there's two two parts to it but the laptop itself is important for two reasons not for the homemade porn or the crack-smoking exploits of the man that the president says is the smartest man he knows. (laughs) It is important, of course, uh, because of the evidence that it contains that Joe Biden was up to his neck in his family's influence-peddling influence uh, overseas with China's President Xi Jinping with Vladimir Putin uh, and various of the sort of oligarchs and princelings in their inner sanctum at the time that he was Vice President and it shows that Joe Biden brazenly and repeatedly lied about his knowledge and involvement in this scheme. But the laptop is also important because of what I am talking about today and that is the might and reach of a censorship regime that unsheathed its claws and showed its face the day that the New York Post published the first of a series of stories from the laptop, which was damaging to one of the two presidential candidates less than three weeks before the election. All of that's unbelievable. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the one from the... the from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next is 
unbelievable. The media part is what gets me the most. Yeah. Because I do remember this was a big story and it didn't come out as a big story. And they say that you can't fix and or rig an election. This is how you do it. It doesn't have to be a voting machine. Mm-hmm. This is more effective. Well, yeah, and then they, you know, they took out uh, Trump's Twitter account. That's you know, right. f- Facebook continued to, <clears throat> excuse me, Facebook continued to uh, to basically censor content that and, was damaging and, to Biden. And at the same time, they were putting lies on actually President Trump at the time mm-hmm. about his his Russian um, ties that mm-hmm. he never had. I, there's a a show, um, a late night show called Gutfeld. Mm-hmm. Familiar with yeah, him, Greg? Yeah, yeah, he's a good guy. Gutfeld. Yeah, he he played a, a little montage. I grabbed some some uh, some little pieces from that, so I credit him with his his researchers doing the work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but he he brought out some of these news media organizations that he basically just said, you know, they were trying to bury this story. They were trying to, you know, make it out to be something that it, it didn't end up being. And like usual, um, you know, a few months, a couple years later, the truth comes out and uh, everybody's like, um, yeah, about that. Shut it down. Yeah. Shut it down. Fire well, this person or that person. Well, we know that we know that the laptop is real. Yep. We'll go through some stuff in a little bit about the laptop. We try to discredit that for a while, too. But yep. here are some quotes uh, from CNN. This is from Brian Stelter. Oh, I know. <laughs> he says um, it, one of the, the headlines is, is how the newest anti-Biden narrative was manufactured. Well, how it was manufactured. How it was manufactured. Yeah. He um, another one. U.S. authorities investigating if recently published emails are tied to Russian disinformation effort targeting Biden. I mean, this is the kind of stuff. These are the headlines. They don't actually. They're, they're just trying to seed in some doubt. Well, I don't know if you've ever read it, in, and I'm not talking about those ones because mm-hmm. I haven't read those ones, mm-hmm. but I've read headlines such as those, and you go through and it says nothing at all what the headlines is because people mm-hmm. read the headlines and they move on. Yeah. They'll sit there and read the detail. Well, if this was to happen and this and this was to happen, then that could maybe happen. Mm-hmm. So it's always headlines are not, they're just... Well, and, and here's another one from a politician who I have really negative opinions about because of the dishonesty from him. Ethan Cut 8. Adam Schiff. Oh, gosh. Pencil neck. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Trump called him. This whole uh, smear on Joe Biden uh, comes from the Kremlin. Yeah. So he's talking to Wolf Blitzer. And he says the whole thing is is coming from Russia. Yeah, sure it is. Yeah. It's ridiculous. He was the one who was really leading the... The impeachment yeah. over over Russia, you know, Suckers. of his involvement of, of of Russia's involvement in the election. Uh, NPR on Twitter, they said, uh, "Why haven't you seen any stories from the NPR about the New York Post's Hunter Biden story?" Their response: "We don't want to waste our time on stories that are not really stories, and we don't want to waste the listeners and the readers' time on stories that are just pure distractions." That's from NPR, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's not a real story. Somebody wrote a book. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's a story. Yeah, another one. This is not censorship. Facebook is in no obligation to allow a disputed report that appears to contain disinformation to spread on their platform. It's still censorship. It's them censoring it. And, and it's, I think, like, it's like if, some, if I put a... If, if I say, you come into my house, you can't say this word, that word, or this word, I'm censoring you guys. Mm-hmm. So it is censorship. They, yeah. Well, and then the fact checkers... You know, if, yeah. if, if they actually did some research, they'd realize that this thing is actually true. And then, of course, my favorite, mm. Joy Reid. Oh, she drives me crazy. Oh, I guess, uh, rumor, this is like a... rumor has it she's losing her show. Um, anyway, she says on, on Twitter, she says, uh, good for Joe Biden. No need to dignify a Russian hatchet job strain through Rudy, Giuli- Rudy Giuliani's utter brokenness with a response. We're not, <laughs> we're not doing emails again in America. Just vote and ignore the nonsense. Wow. And she has the she has the audacity to use the word hatchet job. And if you've seen, more, if you ever watched her show, oh, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I can't oh, hardly watch. This is her getting show. a little bit rough. I'm having to like uh, talk and listen to these people. <laughs> I really don't have an issue. I I have an issue with. It's just really tough because all of, I mean, this was such a critical time in an election, right? And the Democrats really succeeded in in silencing something that 
most voters at the time didn't even know about. Yep, that's true. Um, a lot of the independent voters had not even heard about this and didn't and and the folks that did didn't really think it was true. Right. It's they have them uh well cleaned <laughs> well and cleaned. ready and ready to be have information inputted. Mm-hmm. Uh Ethan, let's let's take a quick break. I want to come back and we're going to talk a little bit about that that laptop from hell. Sound good? I don't know if it sounds good at all, but I'm into it. Let's do it. Okay. Dave and I appreciate you listening to the show. Please take a moment and write a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser.com. And since Spotify doesn't currently have reviews, simply telling your friends about the show would be great too. Also, you can always reach out to us at our website, nevertoserious.com, or via our socials at the NTS Podcast. And seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, thanks again for listening to the show. All right, we are back. So I want to talk a little bit about that laptop from hell. Ooh, let's do it. There's a guy. His name is uh, John Paul Mac Isaac. M-A-C hmm. Isaac. It's kind of a long name, huh? Yeah. Well. He is the re- repair shop owner and the guy who received the laptop from hell. Yeah, he got a lot of crap about it. Yeah, yeah. Because he was telling the truth and everybody's like, no, he's not. Gave him crap about it. Yeah. Everybody jumps on board or- the poor guy at the end here will play a clip and you know he's he had to go kind of in hiding um yeah. anyway he's he's talking to Hannity actually and he got kind of an exclusive interview with him and you can tell in in these in these clips to be played here he's kind of nervous and doesn't want to talk about stuff a whole lot well he's heard about people getting you know committing suicide with two shots in the back of their head before <laughs> so he doesn't want to be that guy yeah that's true uh, Ethan, why don't you why don't you play cut one? Um, he's talking about some red flags, you know, in his mind. Go ahead. You got to a point where you saw things on the laptop that were disturbing. What did you see? Uh-oh. I saw material of a very personal nature. Uh, I don't want to obviously go into it. I don't feel comfortable about talking about the uh, the personal stuff. I also saw files uh, related to financing and other documents that uh, just raised some red flags. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a man that's scared. Yeah, and rightfully so. He yeah, he didn't really want to talk about the details. And why? <laughs> nothing good is going to happen, you know, to him from this. You know, and that's it was true, huh? And, and it was. And he's just an innocent bystander. He just is. He is uh, offered a service to the public, and Hunter uh, went in there to have his computer serviced, and and he's so I don't know full of crack that mm-hmm. he just doesn't think it's a bad idea. I was surprised to hear that this was one of three computers. <laughs> right. Sure. And 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 how about at this point, just go get another computer? I mean, what what are you? Why would you? How how messed up in your head would you even think? Even just for the personal things. I mean, mm-hmm. who, I, I could I could see this guy blowing off all of the important political stuff, but man, why would you? Just turn it in like that. I don't understand. I don't know. He must have been cracked out at the and time. He had to have been. Uh, this next clip, the repairman, he's talking about some of the illegal activities um, and his concerns. Because Hannity's trying to press him and get a little bit more information. More than that, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, Ethan, play cut number two. When I was comparing the data from the drive that I was copying to and from, I would open up a large video file, and then I saw some disturbing uh, content of a very personal nature. So and, of uh, a personal nature, let me ask you this. Would would your initial gut reaction be one that would be, this is illegal, what I'm saying? What I'm seeing, rather? I, I didn't look at in it. Your, in your non-lawyerly that, opinion, it, it, yeah. in other words, would an average person looking at those videos think this is totally illegal and 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 needs to be reported. Uh, initially, the stuff that I saw from doing just the initial transfer, it did. It, I would say the the images and the video that I saw, I didn't. I saw criminal activity, but I wouldn't go so far as to say it was criminal. Uh, I was more concerned about later on mm-hmm. uh, oh. when the Ukraine was 
topical in the news during the summer of 2019. That's when I was getting more concerned because I was seeing a lot of names and a lot of numbers uh, that, again, I felt somebody would someday come looking for this laptop and I needed to get it out of my shop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no kidding. kidding. Yeah, so, you know, the criminal behavior that he was talking about, I think Hannity was trying to push him a little bit more about, you know, was there, did were Details. you watching criminal behavior? I mean, like pedophilia or something, you know, right. trying to get to that point. But, you know, turns out that what he was talking about was just him with a hooker, you know, doing sexual stuff and, that and we smoking know at this point in time. Yeah. And, and doing drugs um, on, on these videos. So it's criminal behavior, but it's not like kitty porn or something, yeah. you know, it, it's a different type of, of criminal behavior that, you know, but it's criminal behavior, but it's not criminal. Yeah, it, you know? it's a very weird way of describing yeah, it. Yeah. But what gets me a little bit more is the end of it, where he talks about, I was more concerned about Ukraine and the names in this because I just want to get it out of my shop. Yeah. This is the kind of stuff where, you know, people do commit suicide by two shots in the back yeah. of the head. <laughs> He's smart for wanting to get it out of there, and mm-hmm. all he was doing is going to give a service to a crackhead. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. But when I was doing research for the show, this is the first time I saw this. Yeah, I will say I... I've never seen I, it before. I don't know if I've seen it. I thought I heard him. I might have heard it before, maybe heard a small clip. Mm-hmm. But um, but no, I've never seen it. I never... Uh, I mean, I, I don't watch a, a much Hannity, but this was... This should have been reported on in newspapers and like all over the place. Right. Yeah, I. It's a big. This is firsthand knowledge of and to the see laptop. His, he's in fear. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's answering. I probably wouldn't. I'd probably answer it the same way. Mm-hmm. And but then again, if I was that scared, I might just say everything. Just to like, I'm going to be out of here anyways. I want to say everything I know, but mm-hmm. I. I don't know. I would hate to be in his position. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Uh, Ethan, cut number three. He's talking about FBI coming and taking the equipment. Let me let me go through the, the timeline with you, if I may, because you, you handed this over to the FBI. They finally took possession of it December 9th, 2019. Tell us what happened. Uh, they came to the shop. Originally, they were planning to make a forensic copy of the drive. They couldn't guarantee that they could take the, uh, the equipment away from me. Uh, so when they showed up and they handed me a subpoena requesting the drive, the paperwork, and the laptop, I was overjoyed that they were going <laughs> to basically meet my demands, if you will. I wanted it out of my shop, and I wanted some kind of paper trail, some level of protection from the FBI. So I was pretty happy that they uh, took it. A couple of things happened during that exchange. A couple of things were said that kind of, again, threw up some red flags with the FBI, um, just how they wanted me to handle it if he could, should come looking for it, how to contact them, how to stall the, whoever's looking for it so they could make arrangements to have the equipment returned to me. Uh, it, it did kind of, uh, it, it, uh, I was concerned. Yeah. Yeah, when the FBI comes and says, yeah, we'd like to have that stuff, but then let us know if someone comes to claim it. Yeah. And, you know, his word concern, I think he wanted to be straight up, I was scared. Mm-hmm. Concern, yeah. But, I mean... <laughs> and, 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 and the FBI was like, we're not sure if we're going to take it. I'd be like, you're taking it. What do you mean? I'm, I'm signing over everything. Do you take it and run? You know, you're the FBI, you know, get it out of here. Mm-hmm. How about this? If not, I'm going to throw it out on the street. <laughs> and, and what do you do? Do you put a sign on the front door going, Hunter's laptop is not here anymore. See this? Because you don't want them to even come in and ask for it. Well, and, you know, he's out evidently talking to news people. That's probably why he wants to go out is let them know that he does not have it. Don't come to me, please. Yeah, but because gosh, I've dang. seen, I've seen lots of movies. <laughs> I mean, there's some incriminating stuff on that laptop. And if you were wanting to silence someone, he'd be one that you'd want to silence. And if, if they didn't believe that the FBI came and took him, mm-hmm. they might take him in the back room and, mm-hmm. and you know, he's got at least 10 fingers to start with, <laughs> you know, I don't know. You think about those mm-hmm. things like, Mm-hmm. See how comfy those I could, those cement shoes feel. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be a nervous wreck if I was that guy. Yeah. Thanks, Ethan, thanks Hunter. <laughs> Ethan, uh, cut number four. He's talking about the impeachment and the the timing of it because this is, I mean, this is one of the reasons why Trump got impeached a, a second time. Sure. Right. 
So December 19th, to remind everybody, because impeachment on the issue of Ukraine took place with President Trump in January of 2020. And I guess my question is, what you saw in terms of documents, did that seem relevant to you, to the debate that was explained? Um, Well, I I had seen uh, what would, again, I'm I'm not an investigative journalist. It's not my day job uh, when I was fixing Max, but I I saw some pretty compelling documents that uh, definitely showed a a pay-for-play scheme going on between uh, uh, Hunter Biden and uh, his, you know, his business dealings in Ukraine. Joe Biden claimed mm-hmm. that he didn't know anything about his son's business dealing. Will the documents that you saw contradict that, incontrovertibly contradict that? Yeah, I, I, I think uh, there, there was a lot of coordination. Um, you know, I saw a couple emails coming directly out of the White House to uh, members of Burisma staff that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, including the, the vice president's schedule, uh, any discussions that were going on about Ukraine and policies with Ukraine uh, were being sent directly to uh, Vadim, who's the number two at Burisma. Yeah. I mean, this is hugely but, damning. But yeah, Sure. So but you see the trend here, like Hillary. You know, when she was running for presidency against Trump, Russian collusion, you know, about what Trump is doing with Russia mm-hmm. when it's Hillary. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's it's they're just saying whatever they are doing, they're going, hey, they're doing it. So they're almost shining the light on themselves at this point because this is their track record. The next time they point at anybody else and says they're doing blah, blah, blah. No, it's them that's doing it because they literally went out and said and busted Trump's Busted Trump's balls over Ukraine mm-hmm. while this was literally happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These guys are too stupid. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Or how about this? They just think that we're... No, they're too stupid. They're just... The... <laughs> but the thing is, they're so, they're so good about navigating all of this information, um, being able to have their own uh, view and perspective to keep the voter from believing any in any of this this is hugely damning this is the guy who was working on the laptop right if anyone knows what's on that laptop it's this guy right and i mean i haven't seen him anywhere that's not good (laughs) i mean this is the first time that i even knew that i didn't know that the, the repairman had been on the news oh yeah um well, boy, we should we should look him up, see how he's doing. Yeah, hopefully he's still, see still if around. He is doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethan, we're gonna we're gonna play cut five here. This is this is where, of course, you can see how he's feeling about all of this stuff, right? Because you can tell he's already kind of nervous. Well, that's about the other thing is if people could watch, would have been able to see this, not just from Fox, but everywhere would mm-hmm. be um, this guy's. Uh, his 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 reactions are legitimate. I mean, he's, con- yeah, he's, he's concerned. concerned about his life and and the going ons in our country because of this hiccup he was forced to see. Yeah, Ethan, cut number five. You've been put in a horrible position. I argue unfairly yeah. so. And you know, you, you just saw something. You said something. We ask people all the time: see something, say something. And you did. And. It's it should not have happened to you this way. I hope is your business doing better now? Are you getting harassed less? Are you able to keep the doors open? Well, I'm I'm getting harassed a lot less since I had to disconnect the phone and the email server. The the business has been closed <laughs> since November second. Uh, for my safety, I had to get out of town about that time. I just didn't know the the hostility in my area was getting to the point where I didn't want to incite any anger. So I, I thought it was best that I just close the business and then get out of town. And I bet you the hostility is from regular people. Not, yeah. Not from the FBI or, you know, any Ukrainian mm-hmm. thugs or whatever, uh, mafia or whatever. I don't even know what they yeah. call them. But, um, yeah, and that's, that's, that's what they're good at. They're, they're using our own, using us as the tools. I think you're right, though, because I think it is, if you look at social media, if you look at any of the the harassing of anyone who comes out against the folks on the left, I mean, they can't avoid it. I mean, restaurants, 
they're getting harassed. But he didn't say he's getting harassed less. He's getting harassed. He just unplugged <laughs> his stuff so he doesn't yeah. have to see it. He ended his business. He <sighs> turned everything off. Uh, it's really, yeah. It's a tragedy. Now, you know, with, with all this information, you know, we, there was a presidential debate. And um, just as a side note, I actually went back and watched uh, quite a bit. I, I put the speed on, like, double speed yeah. so I could hear him <laughs> get through more content. And and they were talking about this stuff back then. At least Trump was talking about sure. this stuff. And Biden was basically denying it. So this was from the last the last debate. And Joe Biden is basically defending his narrative about Trump and the Russia collusion, even though he knows right. what's going on. Ethan, cut number seven. Character of the country is on the ballot. Our character is on the ballot. Look at us closely. Let me ask some follow-up. Please respond, if and then we're going to have follow-up. this is true questions. about Russia, Ukraine, China, other countries, Iraq, if this is true, then he's a corrupt politician. Right. So don't give me the stuff about how you're this innocent baby. Joe, they're calling <laughs> you a corrupt politician. Nobody. Hey, President Trump, I want to stay hell. on the issue Excuse of race. Me. We're Take talking about the, the issue. from hell. President Trump, Nobody. we're talking about race right now, and I do want to stay on the issue of race. President Trump, you I have to respond to that. Please. Because look, yeah, there please. are 50 <laughs> former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is has all the four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except the, his and his good friend Rudy Gianni. You mean the laptop is now another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? <laughs> that's exactly what. Is this that's way exactly you yeah, yeah, is with that. Oh, uh, okay. So and how we lost? How we lost? <laughs> Is unbelievable. The whole thing is... It makes me so angry. It does make me angry, too. Um, but at the time, I didn't know what was, what was really true either. But looking back, we, we can see now so much of this stuff w- was true, and they were hiding it. Now, he's talking about this, this statement from 50 former intelligence yeah. officers. Yeah. They got together, and they wrote this thing, and then they signed their, their names to it. I wanted to read you a little important spot here because Biden is saying that this is so important because all of these intelligence people are claiming that, you know, this is all, this has got the earmarks of, of a Russian, you know, conspiracy or whatever. Well, here's one of the parts inside of that, of that letter. It says, we want to emphasize that we do not know if the emails provided to the New York Post by President Trump's personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, are genuine or not, and that we do not have evidence of Russia involvement, just that our experience makes us deeply suspicious that the Russia government played a significant role in this case. Isn't that something? Of course, no one's go go back to read this letter. Nope. But as long as the headline... Yeah, that's right. They're just headlines. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's why you'll see the headlines, and underneath it will be just a bunch of crap that doesn't even say what the headline is. Yeah, yeah. Because they know they're a bunch. The, that obviously uh, the majority of America are just. Uh, I don't know. They're just mindless, absorbing anything. I don't even get it. I can't even put my finger on it. People are not going down and reading the article. That's what that. What, you can just simply say, "Well, there's fifty. You know." intelligence officers that said that this is bs but then if you read it that's not exactly no, right. what is being said it, because there's different people out there when we hear something like that it or not well i'll just say there there's some people in in the, the country or world that will hear something like that and go whoa what and then intrigues them to go look into it mm-hmm. the other part will go whoa mm-hmm. and that's that's <laughs> fact and they take it yeah from them, from mm-hmm. both sides, they should question Trump. They should have questioned Trump's um, statements. And then if they would have questioned it, they would have went, oh, damn. Mm-hmm. You know, and questioned his, his, his rebuttal. I mean, it's so pathetic. It seems like it's child's play, but uh, I mean, to find the truth. So even, nobody wants to. even today, that argument that there are 50 intelligence officers that signed and said that this was a Russia hoax. Sure. That is still, that's still out there right now, as as the 
um, is is the reason to basically justify that this is none of this stuff is true. Right. I, I know. I it, know. <laughs> it doesn't matter what's been proven <sighs> or not. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Ethan's bringing up pictures of a hunter and his hooker. Oh, Ethan. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Let's, you let's wanna, move along. You want to you talk yeah. about? <laughs> Maybe I could get a chuckle because it makes me so angry. Because mm. I think, especially, I do believe strongly that all of us uh, in America, and I mean all of us, mm-hmm. are better than than accepting anything that our government is telling us. I mean, from from you know a face value, we should all be. I know we're all better than that. We should question both sides all the time. And mm-hmm. guess what? They're not all lying. They're not all wrong. But we should be able to make it up for ourselves, not 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 um, not see Hunter Biden naked. Oh my gosh! Yeah, please, Ethan. Oh. As he's scrolling through, we're looking at <laughs> different shots. It's, just, oh. it's very distracting. It's hard to focus on something yeah. uh, when he and his hooker are doing blow off the nightstand. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ethan, why don't you uh, cue up that? Yeah, why not? Cube that that uh, interview with Hunter talking about <laughs> his his crack habits, <laughs> crack smoking, addictions, smoking the low times, <laughs> looking for anything white. I guess. <laughs> mornings. I shouldn't even say some mornings because you slept for like fifteen minutes at a time. Yeah, and be looking for crack and just smoke whatever was there. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I spent more time on my hands and knees, picking through rugs, um, smoking anything that even remotely resembled crack cocaine. I probably smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone, (laughs) anyone that you know, I'm sure, Tracy. (laughs) (laughs) She had to laugh. She tried to hold back, let him finish that statement. Oh, my gosh. Now, he's going through all these different interviews with these different news organizations. And, you know, these heartfelt stories about him, you know, recovering from being an addict. And And this guy makes a lot of money. How is he out of crack? Doesn't he have somebody like... (laughs) Lots of people to come out and help him out. Mm-hmm. I can't believe he's in a, that bad of a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm shocked he's just not found out on the on the street, just you know, dancing, you know, and yelling at the at the at the wall or a telephone pole. You mm-hmm. know, crack will get you doing some weird stuff. Yeah, I guess it's not as bad as like meth, though, is it? I don't know. I'm, I'm I mean, Portland has a, a meth problem for sure, especially in its homeless population. And they are going crazy. Crack's pretty bad. Is it? He just said he's well, trying yeah, to smoke Parmesan cheese. <laughs> and he probably has enough point. money to buy whatever. He's probably too <laughs> screwed up to go, oh, wait a minute. I can actually just go get more crack instead yeah. of on his hands and knees all the time. That's really funny. Yeah, that's a good point, Dave. <sighs> that's a good point. I have not been there. <laughs> I swear it. Uh, so the the... The part where things kind of get confusing for me about this whole story is is the business dealings. Oh, oh, Hunter okay. and and I guess his uncle. I can't remember his name. Do you remember his name? I don't. I think when we talk, when oh uh, Tony Bobulinski starts talking about him, uh, yeah, bring up his his Hunter uh, Hunter's uncle. His name. But uh, the business dealings is confusing to me because there's just so many different little. Uh, pieces and there's you know we're talking about foreign companies and their their names are hard to pronounce and hard to remember and so there's just a lot of you know weird stuff in, in my opinion to, well, to lot follow of, and there's a lot of you know um trails coming back from a lot of people at the same time too yeah well so he, one of the one of the claims here is that is that uh, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and and you know Hunter's uncle were all kind of like influence peddling almost, you know, they're they're trying to get these business deals because Joe Biden is the vice president at the time and by arranging these meetings there's some influence there. It's like it's like the Bidens on the side of, you know, being a vice president, you know, of America, mm-hmm. they created their own mob. Yeah. And they want to go shake down all these, you know, um uh, uh, companies in other countries. To get money from them to support their, I don't know, their second business. <laughs> well, they're making a lot of money. That well, second I, business is pretty uh, successful. <laughs> it sure was. 
So I want to read just a little something from the, from the New York Post. And this is about Hunter Biden having, you know, his his shady business uh, partners or or I don't know if they be partners, but, you know, these shady business people uh, arranging to meet his father. Right. The big, uh, the big guy. The big guy. Yeah. Joe Biden met with Ukrainian, Russian and Kazakhstani business associates of his sons at dinner in Washington, D.C., while he was vice president, according to Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop. Uh, yep. <laughs> the dinner on April 16th, 2015, was held in the private garden room at the Cafe Milano, a Georgetown institution whose catchphrase is, uh, who cares about that part? Uh, <laughs> but he says, um, there's a letter from uh, Prozersky. Oh, gosh. I'll go with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, an executive from the Ukraine energy company, Burisma. Okay. He says, Dear Hunter, thank you for inviting me to D.C. and giving me an opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. No, that didn't happen, though. Yeah. They said it. I heard it. No, I don't believe that. Yeah. Biden but... said it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Yeah, he had no idea about his business dealings, but yet got to meet this guy from Burisma. I wonder how much that cost. And what's interesting about Burisma is this is an energy company in Ukraine that was being investigated for corruption. Mm-hmm. And Hunter Biden is acting as a board member at that time. Right. Making how much? Do you remember? Oh my gosh. It was no, I I, I used to talk $83,000 a, a month. month. Okay, yep. <laughs> Yeah. And he can't find crack. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. The, How the, much crack this, is he smoking? This may have been before um, the Parmesan cheese smoking yeah, incident. Yeah, must have been the cocaine <laughs> days. Uh, so what's interesting, though, is that he's... Of course, these business dealings are happening. There's evidence now coming out because, sure. you know, it's on the laptop. There's this guy named Tony Bobulinski. He came out and did a... Uh, like a presser. Yep. To kind of clear his name. Because, his name, yeah. Yeah. Not the Bidens. Because name. he was upset that, that the Bidens were, were making him look like he was part of this Russia disinformation Well, they were like campaign. saying, well, talk to him. He's, yeah, he, he, he's, he's on the up and up. He'll, you know, they, yeah, they were trying to make it sound like um, that he'll vouch for them too. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm not, I have integrity-ish. Well, so this Tony Bobulinski, he he's basically part. He, he's gonna help run this this holding company. They called it uh, Sinohawk, and it was part of this uh, this Chinese um, um, I don't know agreement with um, you know one of the businesses over there. But he came out and he just said, you know what, I'm tired of you guys making me look bad because. You know, I, my name is important, and you guys are, are trashing it. Ethan, right. cut number nine. And, and I, I just want to affirm for our audience, I, I don't think you had any desire to do this interview. Absolutely no desire. Is because nobody else told your story. So were you surprised, given the, the trove of documents you have, given the credibility that I, I think is apparent that you have, that no other news organization took the time to unpack this story? Um, Surprised is probably uh, an understatement of the year. Shocked because um, it would be different if this was my word against Jim Biden, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Right. That would be a very slippery slope, not something I would take the personal and family risk on it. But I've provided more documents and facts that validate times, meetings, who participated that email to me on May 13th was generated by somebody else sent to me. It wasn't me generating. These text messages that I've provided are Hunter Biden in the first person, Jim Biden in the first person, James Gillier in the first person, Jim. Rob Walker Jim in the first Biden. person. It's not me generating the text messages. It's them speaking. So you can interview them. The FBI can interview them. Our government can interview them. But I was shocked that not only the media is not only discussing this, they're going to the other extreme. They're dismissing it as Russian disinformation. Yeah. And how about this? Just ask yourselves, why would they do that? Because this is true. Mm -hmm. Why? And that's everybody's answer. That should be enough. Even if you don't have Mm -hmm. a perfect answer, that's enough to go, we need these people the heck out of our government. Mm -hmm. And nobody should feel... um, uh, you know, hurt in their head about about 
about that. They should, everybody should be freaking pissed. Everybody that voted for him should be pissed that they've been lied to and blindsided by, even though I think that a lot of that's, you know, self-inflicted, but, you know. Yeah, but a lot of people don't care about this stuff because they won the election. Right? No, that's that's my point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they they still don't care. Although, you it's know, like Biden's want... approval ratings are pretty low from his performance so far, but um but all this other corruption stuff is still it's important. And yeah. especially, you know, he this does play into the character of if, of the Bidens. If there was another pre- I'll go with Trump. Uh, I don't I really I don't care who it is. If there was some corruption, Man, I want his feet held to the fire. I don't, it's my country. Stop it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but there was just so many other things that came out of this, like, you know, the impeachment two, two times of, of, a, of a former president. And that and, was just the biggest way that they could say, look over here, not over here. Yeah, exactly right. And, and put all of their efforts and all of the, uh, 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 America's view on, something that's false Mm -hmm. so not only that they could hide this but they could even continue to um, keep it going Mm -hmm. yeah so hunter biden he was paid three million dollars for being on the board of burisma oh man three million dollars that's pretty good uh, board position yeah i'd like to work there a year Mm -hmm. uh he let's see here i wonder if he had to pay taxes i i have (laughs) (laughs) i think that actually is a good point Mm. Uh uh-huh um i have this little clip I thought was very interesting because I heard that it existed, but it took me a little while to find it. mm -hmm. And this is Joe Biden bragging about him getting the prosecutor who was investigating the corruption at Burisma in Ukraine, where Hunter Biden, of course, is the board member. Biden got that guy fired. That's right. And how did he get him fired? He got him fired because the U.S. at the time was backing loans um with ukraine and biden basically said hey if you don't fire this guy we're we're not going to provide you with these funds yeah and it's funny how a lot of people don't believe that that had happened or that he is corrupt this one thing is so i mean this is criminal right and he was he was the sitting vice president at the time they were trying to impeach trump for the same exactly exactly you can go ahead and play it I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired and they put in place someone who was solid that doesn't sound like a freaking a well-written mob movie you know <laughs> yeah we got him fired yeah. and don't worry don't worry we, we got him you know and he uses the word solid you know that means like somebody that's willing to play uh-huh come on i, I this huge red flags and here. they all I laugh everybody in the room are the people that should leave yeah. go out and look up and start telling people this stuff but no they laugh they think it's ah, well because they didn't know at the guy. time they didn't know at the time that that hunter biden's laptop contained all of this information and 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 I don't think they knew at the time that Hunter Biden was on the board at, at Burisma, who was being investigated at the time but, by this right. prosecutor. But even even without that, that is strong arming them. It's mm-hmm. a pay for play, and you know we didn't know what he was trying to protect, if you will. But and 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 I would love. I in fact, let me ask you: Did you hear at all? Because I haven't heard anything. I would love to hear what the president would have said. What um, Obama, Obama would have said it? Did Obama? What Obama hearing that? He's like, you did what? Or did he say, dude, don't talk about that stuff, man? Because if if Obama did know about it, it is a huge That's situation. A, oh, sure. This is just one of the you know uh, feelers that are out there. 
And if he didn't know about it, mm-hmm. I, I can't believe that he didn't like get his ass handed to this, him. This, again, goes back to, is it important anymore because those folks are out of office? Biden's now in office as the president, so I think that's important. Obama no longer in office, so these folks that might be looking into it and questioning it, maybe they don't feel like it's really that important anymore because he's no longer in office. One of the other things that is, I think, terribly important, and that that is this Tony Bobulinski guy. Right. Because he has tons of text messages, emails, and other things that does show that there was this pay-for-play, and then the laptop repair guy sees it on Hunter's laptop. So we've got confirmation in all these different areas. And, of course, um, Miranda Devine, who writes the book about this laptop, is is telling a major story about it right. and then publishing it in the New York Post. There's a ton of evidence that there's st- this stuff going on. And it goes nowhere. And it goes nowhere. Even though there's an investigation, in air quotes, going on right now, um, I'm not sure that it's really... Well, it certainly isn't in the headlines. Well, it's not an investigation. Like, if they were to investigate me for something stupid, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they would... They would they would beat me up. Them, what are they doing? They're just holding on to it until mm-hmm. time passes. Yeah, that's how I feel, anyways. I don't know what they're doing. To be honest with you, but I feel that when they say they're going to investigate, they're going to hold on to it and say they're investigating it until the presidency either is over mm-hmm. and they can move on. Because I'll tell you what, we're going to really only time we're going to really find out stuff is after Biden's done. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how it always works. I mean, yeah. after Trump was gone. I mean, we already knew, and we were, well, not we all, we, we, so many of us already knew that, that uh, the Russian um, collusion thing was a Hillary-based thing for a long time, but only did they really, after he, it was, his presidency was over, did they go, yep, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. You know, yeah. They didn't come out and actually confirm all these things until afterwards. Well, the Steele dossier was one of those big ones, and it's totally debunked today. Yep. We know. Yep, we do. Uh, I want to. If you care, I want to talk a little bit about this this other piece, which is Hunter Biden and his involvement in China, mm. because in on this laptop, there's you know all these other business dealings, and one of them is it has is involved with China. And, yeah, and go ahead. Another another country that Trump was trying to warn us about. Man, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Well, so um, in in the in the laptop from Hell book. Uh, Miranda Devine, she she talks about a three carat diamond that was given to Hunter by the the Chinese energy company. I hope it was flawless. <laughs> it's not very big. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that again, Biden, President Biden, is talking about. Uh, he's not talking about. He's basically denying that he knew anything about any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And of course, Hunter Biden is in the thick of it. There's this uh, Chinese conglomerate. It's uh, CEFC. Uh, I don't know what the actual name is, other than it. That's what they say it is. Is CEFC? Okay. I haven't heard but of it. But it, but it's basically, um, it's one of the largest energy companies in the world, and they, I mean, they are involved with a lot of other energy companies. They're just like the head, and it, one of the emails that that is in on this laptop it talks about this three carat. Um, a diamond and an offer of of thirty million dollars. Hmm, I'll take the thirty million. That's for sure. Now there's again uh, the question: Does Biden know anything about it? Well, it turns out Biden has had sort of this relationship with uh, Xi Jinping over in China for a while. And Ethan, this is a little bit of a montage that, uh, well, it kind of highlights his relationship well, with, with let's him. Let's hear this. I've spent more time with Xi Jinping, at least before we got out, than any world leader has. I've traveled 17,000 miles with him, the president of China. I've probably spent more time with Xi Jinping, I'm told, than any world leader has because I, I had 24, I, uh, 25 hours of private meetings with him when I was vice president, traveled 17,000 miles with him. I know him pretty well. I've spent more time with President Xi of China than any world leader has. For 24 hours of private meetings with him. I have spoken and spent more time with Xi Jinping than any other world leader has. I've had hours and hours and hours of <laughs> meetings and personal conversations with Xi Jinping. I spent more time with him, I believe, than any other world leader has. 
Uh, it sounds like they might have a relationship. No, no, you can't, you can't, you can't listen to Biden. You have to listen to Biden. Mm-hmm. You guys are idiots. <laughs> uh, Why you gotta believe he knew about like... all this stuff. <laughs> yes, I mean he's just. I mean, to be fair, at this point in time in his life, he's probably like, who? I don't remember any of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean. He's 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 President Poopy Pants, so mm-hmm. he may not know or remember legally at this moment. Mm-hmm. We got a crackhead and a guy <laughs> that uh, can't can't remember anything because he's he's senile. So man, it, we're going to have to all feel bad for him now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take a quick break. I want to talk about a Hunter's artistic endeavors when we get back. I know when you clean up, all <laughs> <laughs> everything just turns into, into flowers and rainbows. Mm-hmm, it is. Dave and I appreciate you listening to the show. Please take a moment and write a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser.com. And since Spotify doesn't currently have reviews, simply telling your friends about the show would be great too. Also, you can always reach out to us at our website, nevertoserious.com, or via our socials at the NTS Podcast. And seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, thanks again for listening to the show. All right, we are back. So, uh, just kind of browsing through some of the uh, the the paintings that Hunter Biden has done. They're actually they're not that bad. I mean, it's kind of an abstract sort of art form. So, let me but... ask you: Has anybody had have does anybody have video of him actually painting these? I think there are some pictures of him doing some interesting paintings. Um, I'm just saying, like but, he's not—he's not like having people paint these for him, so he could put his name on it and say, "Hey, he's special." I don't think so. All right. Well, because so. only I only say that because it's hard for me to say, "Hey, I actually like some of those." Yeah. No. I mean, in general, I kind of like interesting art. Anyway, well, when you but... get that crack out of your veins, you know, you could do beautiful <laughs> things. Yeah. Oh, I guess he was doing beautiful things with the crack in his veins too. <laughs> he just had to pay for them. <laughs> well, the the part that that gets me is he's a relatively new artist. And his paintings are are going for between seventy five thousand dollars and five hundred thousand dollars. That's a uh, surprising, huh? New artist yep. making that kind of yep. that, that kind of money. It, it can't have anything to do with his name or money laundering, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, even even the White House. It's so funny because they're starting to come out and talk about how the uh, you know the the art industry is ripe with corruption because it's a good way to launder money mm. oh is that right <laughs> yeah <laughs> that um, was just an idea here's a, a little article from the new york post it says the biden administration raised some eyebrows monday after it described the art and antiquities market as a hotbed of shady financial dealings <laughs> that's why they're in it <laughs> yeah weeks after his his first son hunter biden's work went on display in a soho gallery <laughs> it's like a fixed boxing match yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah it's and, funny and, uh, the the warning from the White House was part of a of a strategy on countering corruption. <laughs> Is that right? A, like I said, when they say there's they're countering corruption, no, 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 they are corrupting. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They said uh, the administration um, it describes it as a comprehensive roadmap for how the United States will amplify its efforts domes- domestically and internationally with governmental and non-governmental partners to prevent, limit, and respond to corruption and related crimes. But I also didn't <laughs> think that that Hunter was involved in anything political then. Mm-hmm. But his art is? Well... He's painting to fight the power? You know, this stuff is actually pretty new still. And, and to look at, at some of the sales of his artwork from anonymous buyers, you can make a whole bunch of money and... We don't know where that money is coming from, and is or, it really for the art? And where is it really going? Mm-hmm. There's a little article from Politico talking about Hunter Biden's artwork and these these professional art people weighing in on its actual value. Because the New York City Gallery exhibit Hunter Biden's uh, work this fall estimated his paintings are worth between seventy five to $500,000. Okay, great. Despite the White House <laughs> despite the White House's attempt to protect against undue influence, they said the reason for the five to six figure estimates is clearly Hunter Biden's last name. Well, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, that's the minimum of it. Mhm. <laughs> As for the pricing range, this this uh um Jeffrey Young, he's uh an art critic. He says that it's ex- that, that the uh 
the price range is extremely high, especially for someone the New York Times recent, recently called an undiscovered artist. The 2019 article describes some 100 paintings Biden had created in his Hollywood Hills pool house turned art studio. Traditionally, young artists are a bargain. And if they begin to sustain a career, galleries raise the prices incrementally, as they should, Young said. Paintings are only as valuable as some customers will pay for them. Uh, let's see. Ben Davis, a national art critic who has already written in length that Biden shouldn't be selling his, his work, said the prices are not common for any new artist. Okay. For an emer- emerging artist doing his first show, this would, be, this would put Hunter in the top, top tier of what was thinkable. Well, of course. Yeah, these That's prices they, are for already successful artists. They are di- Biden's, of course. You know, they have to be. And he's just a crackhead. I mean, I, X. I mean, ultimately, I guess people will pay whatever they find something is valuable, but... But, but let's take it down is, a minute. So a five, if it was five to $10,000 per painting, that's ginormous. Yeah. It's huge. And, and these, oh, come on. <laughs> you know, this whole thing was, you know, could be called red flags mm-hmm. in our whole show because this is another red flag. Hello, who's paying... Yeah. Well, how else are we going? Well, because Hunter screwed it up. We still got to get our money. How are we going to get our money? Well, listen, we have these art pieces for sale. You buy these, you know, in between $75,000 a month. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's $85,000 a month. Mm-hmm. How much was he making over at Burisma? It's just, it's just too much to believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's actually happening. I believe it's happening, but it's not... Um, it's not the art that's being sold. It just doesn't I feel. I don't know. Well, I, I would agree with you. I mean, the arts, it's not bad, um, but it's certainly not worth the price that you're seeing here. Seventy-five no. to $500,000, that's weird. I've seen a, and I'm not saying he's the best in the world, but there was a Thomas Kincaid pa- painting, and it mm-hmm. was, I think it was like five feet across, and it's a painting, not a print, mm-hmm. and it was huge. And it was like, I guess to be fair, this is like 15 years ago. But it was it was like thirty seven hundred bucks. It was like under four grand, mm-hmm. and I wanted it so bad. But I could, I mean, because it was just gorgeous. Yeah. Well, I think um, the, I want to say, and it may not have been a, a Van Gogh, but I, I should have grabbed the article. But there was a, a a lost painting that was found recently, and from I think it was Van Gogh or some other very famous artist, and I believe that it it auctioned for. Just over a hundred thousand dollars. Is that right? And we're talking about a yeah. lost painting from a famous artist that right. should have scored you know, Van much. Van Gogh higher. wasn't an ex crack addict, so he doesn't have a story like that. <laughs> you know, he was Hunter Biden took himself out of the gutter. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that there's going to be more uh, stuff coming up. Uh, this is still, I mean, this story is just you know gradually pokes its head out. And yeah. I think that this is going to, I think it's going to grow. I agree. You know what? Know what I think it's going to grow to? Mm. Hunter Biden for, uh, when, when, for the next president. From, <laughs> yeah, from right. crackhead to painter <laughs> to mm-hmm. president of the United States. Everybody loves a Biden, apparently. Mm-hmm. 70 million people. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm surprised with all of the corruption. I mean, this, the, the stuff here is true there's too much evidence of it being true there's too much documentation of it being true and by the way this tony bobolinsky guy is is a democrat donor right <laughs> so you know yeah. so and and he's not making money on any of this nope. he just wants to clear his name there there is so much going on here that should be red flags to everyone but the left-leaning media has done a really good job of suppressing it or just countering it with some other flashy object. Sure, yeah, exactly. I, but if you took all the other players out and just listened to Biden himself, uh, I, I don't have anything to do with uh, China. But yes, you do. You said so a hundred times. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, he, everything he says is, is contradicts himself all the time. You know, I, it's mm-hmm. if you just listen to him, you know, I, I didn't do any pay-for-play. What do you mean? Uh, you just did, and you're bragging about it because you're a tough guy. Mm-hmm. You'll take him out back behind the shed, kind of guy. <laughs> oh my gosh! I think we need to start seeing that there isn't a a two justice system in this, uh, or you know, yeah. in this country. Yeah, I so agree. It 
people need to start getting punished for what they're doing, mm-hmm. not punishing people for just talking about what bad, what bad people are doing. Mm-hmm. You know, good people are getting it all the time. Yeah, equal justice under the law, no matter who you are. Yep. I agree. All right. Uh, thanks again for watching the show. If you're catching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, subscribe. Uh, we would really appreciate that. Listening to us on the podcast, you can find us pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Spotify, anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Podchaser. Write us a review. Give us uh, five stars. We'd appreciate that as well. Yep. You can find more information on our website. NeverTooSeries.com. And, of course, you can send us an email. At mailbag at NeverTooSeries.com. Yep. So until we see you next time, take care. And be safe. And smoke that crack. <laughs> or Papa John cheese. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.